Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bounce feed to Marshall, back to CJ, pop another three. Oh! Rumble, young man! Straight away! Rumble! CJ McCollum. Goes bonkers on the Dallas Mavericks after New Orleans loses Brandon Ingram, after the Mavericks lose Luka Doncic to the thigh injury in the third quarter. CJ goes crazy. He pulled a Kyrie last night. He scored 13 of his 32 in the final four minutes. At one point, he scored 16 straight points. The Mavs play sloppy. They look ugly, and they lose to the Pelicans 113-106. to and they may have lost Luca for the immediate future. Uh, it appears that that is the case. And now, fortunately, this is not three weeks ago where they didn't have somebody to be the top dog when he's out. Uh, now they do. So maybe they can weather the storm a little bit for however long he's gone. But, you know, no matter what happens this year, they are going to look back at this season. And if they don't end the way they want to or if they make the play in, they're going to look back and say, look, we just didn't get it done on the road. Um, they're 12-20 they're and 20 away from home. Golden State's worse, and Memphis is worse. Other than that, in terms of the guy of the teams ahead of them or that are in the play-in, like they're, they're, they're as bad as it gets. I mean, you, you, you can't be 12-20 and 20 away from home and, 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 and then blame anything on anything else other than that as the reason why you didn't end the season the way you wanted to. They obviously Kyrie and Luca are a big part of this, but even before Luca went out, they they need Josh Green to play better. They need guys to step up. They need you know Jason Kidd to be better in end of game situations. They need to play you know Christian Wood more as we continue to to pound that drum. Um, there there are a lot of different things that they need to happen. That it can't just all be well. Luca and Kyrie are so difficult and so tough for defenses to match up against that they'll just carry the day. I, I'm going to be really interested to see how the offense looks, how it's orchestrated over the next few games now that Luke is out. Well, hopefully Christian Wood, hopefully Jaden Hardy can take some minutes from Frankie Smokes, Pinson, and <laughs> Holiday. Holiday 0 for 5. What pictures does he have of the coaching staff or front office? Minus 30 in 16 minutes played for Holiday. Since that first game, like he was lights out in that first game. At the double AC, that just stuck in Jason yeah. Kidd's head. There's a reason that this dude was getting, first of all, he hadn't played since like mid January, but there's a reason he was getting, even when he played, like he had a couple games where it was like 28 and 30 minutes. For the most part, the guy was getting seven to 10 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. How bad is it for Luca? Here he was post game. It's not good. Uh, I mean, it's been going for one week, maybe more. Uh, I just can't really push all that. Like, just giving my rhythm, you know, running, uh, I can feel it. Uh, but mostly, uh, probably on the jump shots, you know, because we need both legs. So pushing off, it's been really hard for me. Uh, I always try to play. Uh, I think first quarter wasn't that bad, uh, but then it kept going. So it got really worse, especially in the third. I just try something, you know, just to stay together. I don't know, but uh, it didn't really help. So there's Luca after the game last night. They're going to take on the Grizzlies. On Saturday, who are not going to have John Morant, Taylor Jenkins, head coach, when are you getting your superstar back? 
said it yesterday, it's a healing process. So if everyone expects something to change overnight, we know we've got to be, you know, due diligence and respectful on that. So we're talking about job being in a better place personally and also professionally, you know. So, um, you know, to put a timetable on, I think it's disrespectful in my opinion. We want to make sure he's in a great place uh, for himself, but also as a responsible, you know, teammate here. You and Choppy rolling your eyes. That is such a garbage line about like look, look guys even asking about when he'll be back this is really disrespectful to the healing process and just shut up this isn't a healing pro like this is a a gross attempt to victimize jaw in all of this when it's all jaw's responsibility all this stuff that he's been engaged with this is just a personal responsibility need to grow up thing not a man he's he's really struggling and if it is if it is a healing mental health thing if that is genuinely what it is then he should be gone longer than four games to yeah. really address oh, yeah. it. And, and, you know, and I think, look, they had it at two and they said additional four. And maybe that's what they're doing. You know, like he's not ready yet. He's got to come back. You don't get over like <laughs> you don't you don't get over things in a week. A lot of times you know, yeah. a breakup, you might. But if you've got like a real, real issue that's going on in your life, it very rarely is it going to be. Four days. Only Tiger could get over a breakup in a week. Uh, Taylor, yeah. has Taylor Jenkins been asked if he has held Jaw accountable throughout any of this? Did he ask Jaw what's going on? Has he had conversations behind the scenes about all these accusations and all these storylines? Or did he just let Ja Morant run wild and not try to check him whatsoever? I don't know. Again, Memphis media, it feels like it's been buried. But the Mavs are going to get Ja Morant three out of their next five and of the four jaws missing, thankfully two of those are against the Mavs. Kevin Durant slipped and fell in the layup line last night, sprained his ankle, missed the Suns game. They still destroyed Oklahoma City. And Fred Van Vliet mm. of the Toronto Raptors destroyed the referees after losing to the Clippers. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know... Um, Ben Taylor was f***ing terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on most nights, you know, a couple of the, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just f*** the game up, you know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The third quarter, I get a bullshit tech, changes the whole dynamic of the game, changes the whole flow of the game. You know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. And then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um, <laughs> just kind of f- the game up. Nobody's coming to see that. Sh- Man, they come to see the players. I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. Whoa. Thought wow. Luca was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 look, if it is, if as, it is. Lu- as Luca got his 15th yeah. tech last night, I think ESPN said it was 16, but Bally had it right at 15. So the next one, he'll be suspended for a game. Uh, that referee, he finally stared down the wrong ref. All he does is stare them down. He stared down the wrong one on International Women's Day. She got him, teed him up. Ooh, do not. Um, do not tell me that referees don't have bias. They do. Um, They're human. What? They're human. Of course they, yeah, of course they have bias. But they can't. You can't let that happen. Uh, So when C.B. Buckner and the Cardinals manager, uh, and he refused to shake the Cardinals manager hand, uh, C.B. Buckner has eliminated himself from ever being able to, to umpire a Cardinals game again or a division rival of the St. Louis Cardinals, for that matter. Mm-hmm. He has eliminated himself. Now, whether Major League Baseball does that or not, different story. And then the same thing with this official. We saw that, was it uh, was it Joe Crawford who, they, they said he can't referee a, a Spurs game anymore? Yeah. They got to do the same thing with this, if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's as targeted wait, wait, as wait, he... Wait. Okay, but they can't have that official referee because of Van Vliet's comments? I mean, Van Vliet is just accusing yeah. him of things. If he has, if he has a bias, you know, if 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 the only time this guy ever gets a technical is with that referee on the floor, they need to at least investigate and figure out why. What's going on? Is there some kind of of a bias that's in there? And if there is, the, that's the problem. That's a problem you run into. The I mean, free throw disparity was thirty-one fourteen. The Raptors were called for twenty-three fouls. The Clippers were called for eighteen fouls. So. That's not that big of a difference. <laughs> 23 to 18 is not a big difference. Yeah, not in terms of foul calls. Now, free throw attempts, there was a 17 attempt 
difference. But that was Fred Van Vliet. Let's monitor his free throws moving forward like we did like for— Like Shea just yeah. alexander Yeah. I'm curious, and I got to find out. I'm curious if uh, Tony Brothers has called any more Dinwiddie games since everything that happened mm. where he got put back. Which, by the way, Tony Brothers' Wikipedia page right now, <laughs> somebody has changed it, and I guess nobody's changed it back. It lists his name as Tony Eyebrows Brothers because he's got those— Eugene Levy eyebrows. Yesterday was the final game of the Coach Adams era at Texas Tech. Katie Johnson will dribble it out. And West Virginia marches on in March. A 78-62 final score. And the Kansas Jayhawks await the Mountaineers in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament. That was the call on ESPN. Mark Adams stepping down as head coach after the Bible-slash-slavery comments that got him suspended. See you later. After a disappointing season for the Red Raiders, 16-16, and 5-13 and in conference play. And former Red Raider head coach Chris Beard is apparently going to Ole Miss. Thoughts on the yeah. coaches and what happened to the Big 12 tourney? All right, so real quick on the coaches. Uh, I have a feeling if Mark Adams was 25-8, and eight, he's not getting run. Um, they came to the conclusion that his comment was unintentional and an isolated incident. Unintentional? Yeah, like he was doing the, he was reading the verse, but he was just like, he was reading the What's Bible. What's the verse? Wait, have we found we, the verse? We have not found out the verse yet. <laughs> yeah, the, we don't know which one Because there's several verses that reference obeying and, and, and stuff like that. So there's several verses in the Bible that do reference that. And he was, you know, they, they're saying, their contention is, it was isolated, it was unintentional, he was quoting the Bible and didn't think of the connotation. Um, or the connection, whatever. If he was 25 and 8, he's still the coach, or 28 and 5, whatever. He's still the coach, in my opinion. But they wanted to get rid of him anyway. Uh, they were looking for a reason. He's owed only $15.5 million over like the next five years. That was the that was the contract he owed. Uh he he signed. So that's not a terrible it's not like they're firing Jimbo at AM. Well, they owe him 90 million bucks. Okay. They can get away with this with Mark Adams. Chris Beard, meanwhile, going to Ole Miss, maybe. Uh, that is something that surprised me because if I'm Texas Tech, my first thought is, dude, bring him back here. Bring him back to Lubbock. A lot of bitterness. There is. I know it's like going back to the ex who spurned you once, but uh, you know, you, you, sometimes you got to tuck your tail between your legs. Well, you're taking a chance on someone who had that ugly mm-hmm. incident. Do you wish that they waited this out more in Austin with Chris no. Beard since he's going back? No. No, I'm glad he's gone. Yeah, I, why I, would you I, want anybody who's? Why would you want a good coach? No, nah, he's a pos. I've never liked him. He 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 showed those ten. He showed awful tendencies in terms of personality and handling people at Tech. It happened there when he like lost it on the Avery Benson alley oop against Baylor, and then made that freaking walk on apologize to Scott Drew you for feel the dunking same, at home. You feel the same about Sark after the pregame intros? Uh, I mean, I just my issue with Sark is I think that's. He looks like a, a clown doing that. My issue with Sark is more he's just a bad coach. Because, <laughs> look, we don't, you, you don't like, who's your least favorite coach of college football? Dabo? Ooh. Um, Let's just say it's Dabo. I thought Dabo was yours. I don't like Dabo. If you if Dabo came and coached Texas, if he came and coached Texas, I can't stand him. I would, be, I would love it because it means the team is good. That's all that matters is the team good. It doesn't matter whether the coach is a, is a jackass or not. It's the team good. Meanwhile, the coach that some were labeling as that phrase, walking away or pushed away after 47 years, Jim Beheim. Is Boomer Esiason going to do any more sports minutes on Jim Beheim this morning? I think we're two for two so far. Maybe we can make it four for four. Jim Beheim done at Syracuse. I've just been lucky to be able to coach this long. I, I think you missed it. I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday, and I gave it in the press conference afterwards, and nobody except William, William Payne figured it out. Are you, are you saying right now that you're, you, you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, but you're not I just saying- said it. I don't know. So you don't know? Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you, you're not sure whether you're, when will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. I, I listen, I, I have usually I am generally on the side of when you've been coaching or being somewhere 47 years that you call your own exit. Not with this idiot. I can't stand this nose picker. Mm-hmm. All this guy does is sit on the bench 
complain about NIL, complain about, you know, uh, 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 you know, being in the ACC for crying out loud and picks his nose. That's all he does. I don't like him. Did I've he get never... caught picking his nose? Oh, my God. Every game. Uh, every game, he's knuckle deep in that nostril of his. <laughs> every single game. He is like a less religious version of Dabo. He's just an insufferable you-know-what. That's all he is. He is. He's right when he says, I've been fortunate to coach here for 47 years. Fortunate is the great word because he does not have the resume of somebody that warrants coaching at a program for 47 years. This what? dude is like, in terms of he he's not somebody who has been one of the all-time greats that should like hang around a program for 50 years to me. Bayheim. No nope. Really? Mm-mm. He's absolutely at all. He's one of the 10 no best coaches ever. No way. No way. Robert. Incredibly overrated. Robert. Incredibly overrated. At a, at a At a place like Syracuse. It was nothing before him. But I'm saying at a place like Syracuse. The, built the, it. the unwarranted reputation that's been built there. That you get one national title in half a century. And it was the Carmelo-led like you lucked out that Carmelo didn't just decide Bobby. to jump to the NBA, that Bobby. he decided to spend a year at Syracuse. Bayheim is a total fraud of a head coach. Bobby, nope, nope. Bobby, it's see this is funny. Do you see? Do you see choppy shifting? Bobby, he, he was all anti Bayheim until I said that. I, I, I am anti Bayheim. The person he is an a tremendous head coach. You cannot argue that. Nope. Star Sabers tonight at six p.m. Headlines. Oh my god! On a Thursday, we have a Weezer ticket giveaway during the Expressway. We're about to be commercial free all the way up until eight o'clock. Mike Florio will join us to talk about the Michael Irvin situation and go around the NFL. But next, Life with TJ. Remember who you're talking to. The new star of the radio station as Peyton asked him if he's handling being a superstar and kiss, Mary kill with Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Plus, Choppy says there is zero excuse for the Dallas Cowboys not to win the NFC. Next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mike Florio is coming up at 8 o'clock this morning from ProFootballTalk.com. The former attorney is going to break down the Michael Irvin case that was leading all the local newscasts yesterday. Uh, Michael had on the two eyewitnesses who said nothing happened. Uh, at the Marriott, right down the street from us in Phoenix during that crazy Super Bowl week. Not a Marriott, according to them, Sean. It was a renaissance. That's right. And then uh, his attorney said he was allowed to see the video, called the accusations nonsense, but the attorney was not allowed to show it to Mike, record it, relay it. So Michael still has not seen the video, even though his attorney has. And this was Michael's final thoughts on this whole mess yesterday at the press conference they called. Because I'm struggling. This is what I struggle with. You know, you try to, and you try to be an ambassador of the league and also understand that God has blessed me and, and given me a platform and try to touch people, try to raise people, try to lift people up. I, and, and, and I don't know, I, I met a lot of fans, but I've always tried to be good with people. You know, I'm struggling now saying, do I determine, do I not talk to people? What do I do? You know, because of this kind of a situation, 
I know I didn't do anything wrong. I know I didn't do anything wrong, and I was trying to do everything right. So it's just, you know, though, though, though I say that, I got to come back to this moment. Had I not said to these guys, you know what, you cool guys, let's go outside and take that picture, you know, then they wouldn't have been right there with me. Mm. And that would have been a moment that I've had alone, and I know nobody's going to listen to what I say. Nobody, still, at least Mary, I don't want to hear what we have to say. Don't want to hear what I have to say. Don't, want to, don't even care to share it. So, you know, I just got emotional thinking about it because I'm struggling with that on what to do moving forward after I deal with all of this. That, that's all I want to say. That's the saddest thing, right? It's like if you, if you zap the life out of Magic Johnson, his spirit, Michael Irvin going around, and at times we've even said this to each other, man, Mike is, he's too cool and he's too mm. friendly with he everybody. Is. He'll land from Bristol and go shoot pool randomly with a bunch of people he doesn't know, and he ends up having to break up a fight, mm-hmm. right? And yep. that's the great thing about Michael Irvin. He'll put his arm around you and act like he's known you as long as Emmett Smith, and it was sad to hear Michael have to rethink and reevaluate if he has to change his approach moving forward. That was really, really sad to hear because he's that magnetic of a person publicly in around all people and in big groups. Deion Sanders, man, he taught me these lessons long time ago when we were doing the show at the Fan Sports Lounge every single Monday night. And, you know, I thought I had built this really good rapport with Dion, and my buddy flies in, Die hard 49er fan. Die hard. And I'm like, hey, Prime, this is, my, this is one of my best friends. Can you sign his jersey? He goes, yeah, take it off. Take off the jersey. And I was like, huh? He's like, I'm not making any contact with your body. That, that's, not, that's not happening. Hmm. We took a big group picture, and it was like probably 12, 15 people. There was a young lady who was trying to squeeze into the picture, so she kind of like, knelt down a little bit to, to get into it, angle herself in. Dion goes, no, ma'am, stand up. You, 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 can't, you can't kneel, can't crotch in this photo with me standing here. Like, Dion had it down. Michael's not like that to that degree, which is nice. You know what I mean? Like, I understand why Dion had to do it. Everyone's looking for an opportunity to, to get you. But Michael's not like that. Michael's going to put his arm around. It reminds me of the Calipari, the John Calipari scandal. That scandal may be harsh. The John Calipari incident with Holly Rowe. That really bothered me. We didn't even get a chance to talk about that on the show. Calipari. Oh, he's got his, he's like kind of shaking her a little bit. Yeah, yeah. he puts his hands on her during an interview. That's like, that's how Calipari is. But the internet lost oh, their mind. Very Andrew Cuomo of you. Sexual harassment. <laughs> Good reference. Sexual harassment. Calipari's being a creep. Yeah, she's Italian. That's what they do. And I'm, you know, I'm like that if we're out and about, like having a drink or two of like, get over here, you know, arm around or like nudging up or making cut. That's how that's how Michael is. So the Calipari thing really bothered me, and it sucks to hear Michael have to, you know, think he's not. I don't think ultimately going to be able to change, but. The fact that he's had to think about it, that's sad because of this interaction where he apparently touched or grazed this woman's elbow. But you know what, man? That's all that's all it takes nowadays. Well, if there's a video, then it'll it'll show. And there is a video. And, and how has TMZ not gotten this video? Well, nobody sold it to him yet. That's that's it. Nobody sold it to him yet. That that's kind of how they get it. Holding out for a bigger number. Yeah, they are. They're holding out for let's see. Is that uh three commas? <laughs> They're holding no, no, it's uh, nine I'd, figures. They're holding out for nine figures. Wouldn't you love to get? Forget about you know tax return numbers that everyone's or everyone waits to see with people. I'd love to see TMZ's yearly payout for videos. What do you yeah. think that? Where do you even think that number starts to land? I I oh, want to know like how much you know. I know they pay a lot for these videos, but how much do they actually profit off them? They must be profiting. They have to be. Yeah, that's their that's their unless formula. unless they recognize that that is going to be their loss, that they make money elsewhere. I don't know, but like it's it they, they've got to pay a gob of dough. So there was actually an article back in 2016 called "How Much Does TMZ Pay for Videos and Photos?" and that they kind of break some stuff down. So the you remember the Solange Knowles attacking Jay Z in the elevator? Yes, that one they paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars for. 
Um, but then they've they've played paid for some other stuff that That's was it? yeah, and then they paid for some other stuff that was you know much lower, like some stuff of uh, Justin Bieber when he used a racial slur when he was fifteen. They paid five thousand for that, and so it's got kind of a a, a large scale. I think like I, I'm if I was TMZ, I would get, I would pay for the video and then call up the subject of the video and say how much to keep this quiet. Yeah, that might be extortion. I don't know. Hey, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think TMZ is desperate. Uh, that, That's where my uh, mind the, goes. The the price of the Ray Rice video came in under 100000 That's it? Yeah, that's surprising to me. Wow. A decade ago. Man. So that's the playmaker. We'll talk to Mike Flory about this at 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, Tolo D sending me an update from the Arizona Republic. They're reporting there's concern that Durant has a grade two sprain, which would keep him out between four and six weeks. So four to six weeks, possibly for KD. How long is Luke out with the thigh issue last night in the loss against the Pelicans? But speaking of, you know, stars and paying for things, how much would you pay for a conversation, a photo, an interaction with our new star of the station, security guard TJ? Holy shit, it's TJ, the security guard. Go make that money and make it largely. TJ, what is your background, like, ethnicity-wise? Computers and security. Oh, yeah. I said ethnicity-wise. <laughs> he still said computers and security. He's AI. He's a robot. He's a robot. Good intro, Pepe. Thank you. Set us up for the latest life with TJ downstairs. Man, well, you know, going to him last week, I kind of got the feeling, I think he likes doing this. Awesome. I think he really likes doing this. Cause like, you know, usually I'll just walk by him and stuff. You know, say, hey, have a good one. He'll say, okay, go make that money. But then on Friday, I went up to him and I immediately, you know, just started t- talking to him. He's like, all right, you got the questions. Let's do this. I mean, he's ready for it. Every okay. Friday, he's ready. That. So Will he get a big head? That's the question. Ooh. He hasn't brought it up to me once. I was delivering some Jake's burgers, some Sharif sliders to him the other day, uh, and he didn't say anything about it, man. Well, he, he always tells me, you. he tells me, go make that money as I'm walking out of the building. Yeah. I'm like, TJ, I made the money just now. In the building. When I'm walking in, I made the money. Walking out, I'm not making the I money. I think no. he thinks we're in sales. It, no, it's wisdom. <laughs> it's wisdom. It's he's he's talking about it's a mindset. Like sales. making money is a mindset that carries over after you leave the bill. I get what he's saying. Okay. Well, he knows Bobby has like nine jobs, so he figures yeah. he'll have like five or six jobs. That's too. part right. of it. So this first part with TJ, um, I just, so last week I talked to him about the movies and stuff, and we kind of thought maybe I worded the question wrong. So I clarified in here, you know, what are your three favorite movies that you've seen and stuff? His answers changed just a little bit from last week, so it wasn't the exact same. Because his answers were about, like, the current movies. We're getting into Cocaine Bear. (laughs) Two of them were, and then he threw on Godfather. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we wanted to know the all-time list. So this is uh, the first part of TJ in my conversation with him uh, last week. All right, guys, I'm back here with TJ. I believe this is episode three now with TJ, the security guard. TJ, I I mean, the Tolos have have absolutely loved your work and stuff you bring on air. I mean, they have absolutely loved what you've done. Um, So shout out to you for going through this. Well, I really appreciate the comments and the accolades, and I appreciate everybody's comments. But I'd like to say everybody have a great holiday coming up this springtime. And hopefully the kids can take two weeks off of school. Spring break. Now, TJ, last week we talked about movie choices and stuff. The cocaine bear and all that, your review on that. Now, I have a very important question here. Your top three movies that you've seen all time. In order, one through three movies that you've seen, what you thought about them. Your top three movies of all time. I would say The Godfather, all, all four series would be good. Four. But the first one I really liked for the reason of Marlon Brando. And his and all his star actors in that one. Second one would be Top Gun one and two, for number two, for the reason being that they're two excellent films about the Navy. The third one would probably be a comedy such as Lethal Weapon. Reason being, it's comedy, it's family, and I love family. <laughs> gotcha. Now, TJ, I'm very curious. If you could have one superpower in the entire world, what would it be and why? One superpower that I'd like to have, it would be God himself and, and to be on his side with Jesus Christ doing exactly what they do for every, every one of us, which is treat each one like it's your true, true brother or sister and that you're going to make them good for all reasons. 
So positive TJ is. Very positive. I agree. So he said he wants to be God. No, he wants, like, maybe, you know, God with him, you know, side by side, partners. Okay. You know what I mean? If you if you watch the Bible <laughs> like I did, you would understand. <laughs> if I watched the Bible you. like you watched, Sean if did. You watched, <laughs> if you YouTubed it like I did, you wouldn't be, you know, questioning. He's already with you. He's already by your side. Uh, by the way, four yeah. I did not know there was four Godfather movies. I knew of the three. Only oh. him and LeBron have seen all four. Uh, unless <laughs> unless he counts the fourth one as the chronological nine-hour Godfather solo standalone movie, mm-hmm. where it goes chronologically starting with part two. Uh, also, Lethal Weapon, underrated. It's a Christmas movie. There we go. Lethal so Weapon is? Yes, Die Lethal, Hard is. But Lethal Weapon 1, they crash into the home, into the Christmas tree. Mm. Into the Christmas tree, therefore, by proxy, Christmas movie. Not a Christmas movie because it's not uh, integral to the plot of the movie like it is with Die Hard. But I think it's interesting. He says Godfather, and he mentions all of them. And then he says Top Gun 1 and 2, and then he just says Lethal Weapon. Not a big fan of the Lethal Weapon sequels, it doesn't sound like. He was not a 2-3-4 guy. Part 1, Life with TJ Downstairs with Peyton. Oh, part two gets so much better. Well, you know, I had to ask him about dating advice. TJ strikes me as a guy that just knows so much about women. Do we know if he's married, kids? Uh, You know, maybe I, sh- I should ask him that. Get a little personal. Yeah, get yeah. to know him a little bit. Dating, yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the part, Spice Adams. Part two here. Let's go. Um, no, so I asked him for dating advice, and then I played a little game of uh, Kiss, Mary Kill with them uh, with uh, Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Now, TJ, another important question here. If you had dating advice for a friend, what would it be? They're going on a first date with a girl they've never met in person. What would your advice be and why? My advice would be to go with your heart. You'll know it when you feel it with the right person. And that individual will always be special to you because it's a bright person. And it's probably somebody that you'll fall in love with as long as y'all both get along. You have to get along. You have to forgive and forget. And like it says, when you get married, when you say I do, remember who you're talking to. Oh, father upstairs. Now, let's just say I was messaging. Did you just hear that? Did you hear the chimes? Did you hear the bells in the background? I heard them. You hear the chimes? You hear it? Maybe it was uh, DFW security with the... Well done, or maybe it was your computer that started the segment. No. <laughs> All right, let, let, let me hear that again at the very end of that there with a sign through the radio. You have to forgive and forget. And like it says, when you get married, when you say I do, remember who you're talking to, the father upstairs. There it is. Now, let's just say I was messaging a girl on Instagram, and I want to ask for her number. How many days go by before you ask for a girl's number? What's, what's a reasonable expectations for asking for a girl's number? I would wait till about the third date and then ask for her number if she's willing to give it. Reason being, it takes time to process a good girlfriend. And I want you to take your time, take as long as it takes to find the right one. All righty. Now another semi-dating question here. What's wrong, Bobby? So you're supposed to go on three dates with her before you get her number? I mean, well, he meant three days. Well, you no, in, he meant days. In today's world, though, if <laughs> he, you're if you're in on on a dating app, you can you communicate through the app yeah. or through Instagram yeah. or Facebook. That's what we we're trying to tell Peyton. You don't need you don't the need number. It. The number is an antiquated dating ritual. You don't need the phone number. Sarah and I still talk through Instagram. Yeah, but you I, to I, this day, I think it's reasonable to say you need the phone number if you are going out. Like if you were going on a date, like I'll text you when I get there. Like some let me message you on Facebook Messenger. Of, that's how you there. know you're cheap. Like we're just gonna talk on IG. We're gonna talk on Facebook. No, you're saving the text plan. Is that there what, is no text plan anymore? The why are you texting on IG Instagram? Because well, I have an Android. She has an iPhone. It just it's easier to send pictures, videos, communicate. You read met read receipts. Read uh, receipts. It's, yeah, it's just easier. Data plans. Data plans no don't exist plans. anymore. Everybody, oh, had, everybody has unlimited. No, well, you have unlimited until like I get the note every yeah. when, when when I was in Tampa and we were time. we were doing the Comrex off of my cell phone for the network. By the middle of the month, they were like, "You've almost hit your data cap of fifty gig of data," and so we're gonna start throttling your speeds the last week. That's why you gotta get the super unlimited. I have the I pay three hundred bucks a month for that phone plan, so it's just it's, for you, uh, for me and my wife. That's. You just change plans. No. <laughs> Educate us what your plan I, I is. Pay le- I pay like less than 200 for four people. 
Yeah, I know. Like I've got, uh, I've got like maxed out yeah. speeds and everything else, and then I've got the, uh, we've got two new phones on it that they oh, make well, you pay. Oh well, there you go. There's your issue. All right, let's finish it up. So part two of part two here, we play the game Kiss, Mary, Kill. All righty, now another semi-dating <laughs> question here, because you know Sean, RJ, and Bobby. You see them every day as they walk in and out. As they go out the door, the revolving door. And I want to play Kiss, Mary, Kill with the three of them. Pick me. Okay, so you have to choose one you'd kiss, choose one you'd marry, choose one you'd kill. Let's start with kill. Who would you kill on Sean, RJ, and Bobby? Oh, God. No way. I think I'd leave them all alone. Uh, I think I'd leave They all get to live. Okay, TJ's choosing life. Yes. They all get to choose a life, and uh, one of these days they'll thank me for that. For the reason being that. Even the worser one will eventually turn out to be the better one. Who is the worst? And now who's the worst of the three? If you had to pick I one. Have, I have to say they're all equal right now uh, to ooh. me. They're all equal to me. So I have no bad comments to give to all three. And which one are you marrying? Who Who is the best lover of the three that you could spend the rest <laughs> oh, of your life my, with? Pay. Wow. I don't think none of the guys I could marry. I have to stay with the girls. <laughs> okay. I stay with the girls because they're prettier, they're lovelier, they're sweeter, and they smell better. Oh, they For better. that reason, I stay with the girls. There we go. Yes. All right. I knew he wasn't going to kill anybody. That was not. That was not going to happen. He wouldn't even say which one of us is worse. Maybe that needs needs to be it. Maybe one of us needs to really play the heel. Oh, we're walking out each day and be a total jerk. Yeah, yeah. and then just start to like, like see if we can draw him off sides. So today, for when, to when, talk to when I walk downstairs today, and he goes, "Go make that money," I'm gonna be like, "Stop!" Yeah, I, I, Stop. I'm, I'm not Shut going up. to a second job. So like, in, I just came from my job, TJ. Stop telling me that. So like, or in, when he goes to the weather, I'm gonna be like, "You're not a meteorologist." <laughs> you're not Dan Brunoff. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not Dan Brunoff. Stop. So, so like, instead of what you would normally say under your breath, you just say it louder to Shut him. Shut up. Man. <laughs> The other day he kept going. He, I'm leaving. I, I was. I went to the bathroom and I, and and I was leaving after you guys. And he goes, "Oh, it's gonna be a great season for the Rangers. Go Mavs. Go Stars. Go Kings." It's just rattling off. Boy, all he these is. Teams. He is the hype man of yeah, DFW sports. Loyal as hell. <laughs> so, I appreciate it. There it is. Another edition of Life with TJ with his own dating advice. And uh, Bobby has found some deal breakers. Do not direct this towards Peyton. Right. New show mandate. We're not allowed to bring up Peyton's dating life anymore, so we can just talk about it amongst ourselves. Right. Yeah, this would not be directed at Peyton. It maybe is just uh, good things for somebody. Let's just say one of us here on the show, we're single. How about Woolchuck? We'll then, do this towards uh, Zach. Oh, yeah. Okay. We can do that. I don't think Zach has ever, you know, sl- slapped back and talking about his dating life like we got reprimanded uh, here I got, on this show. I got slapped back a little bit when we were at training camp. He he called me a B, and, and we got into it a little oh, bit. Really? But we yeah we've we've gotten over it. But he still know he saw how triggered I got at being called a B that day, and so now that's his bit. He loves to call me that because he knows I get very upset. If you but, want to trigger him back, you know what it is that uh, uh, he got triggered by me that one time. Uh-uh. Yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Just call him Scotty. Scotty? Oh, okay. Call him Scotty. 
Oh, I like that. I called him Scotty Pippen one day. Oh, Ooh, he, got real he didn't mad. like that. Yeah, I was trying to take a cheap shot. Do you understand the reference, RJ? Uh, no. Okay. Do you understand it? No. I, that's why I'm, I'll call him Scotty. I don't get what it's in reference to. I was calling him Chiafala was Mike. Oh. And Zach was Scotty. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, I got I got See, under his skin. That's only an insult for an insecure human. What if oh. I What if I call him Ku Coach? Uh, so this worse. is this is post, uh, dot org, which uh, turns out some they they aggregate a lot of the different studies that are out there. So I always like to check it out. And this one caught my eye, not for any particular reason of anybody who might be behind the glass on the board. Uh, the title is Relationship Deal Breakers Study Identifies the Most Repelling Factors for Romantic Relationships. Repelling. And so this is a survey of American college students revealing that being apathetic and gross are the most repelling factors when people are evaluated as potential long-term mates. In the context of short-term mating, I don't like the term mating is just talking about, you know, looking for somebody to date. Uh, the most repelling factors were being gross and clingy. So across the board, you don't want to be gross. That's bad hygiene habits. Everything else makes sense. But in the long term, the repelling is don't be apathetic. Don't just kind of be blasé. And then in the short term, don't be clinging. Okay, but what about what, what do you mean more apathetic? Like, like coming across like you don't care? Yeah, like yeah. apathy. Like just kind of just... Going through the flip motions. into it, yeah, and just you know, life is like, which makes sense. If like you're the, for somebody, like that wrestler that you see the girl at the, I think it was at the Knicks game, who wasn't uh, responding or looking uh, yes. at that dude. It was some, uh, I think it was a WWE superstar, and she was just like not caring one iota. Liv Morgan about what this guy next to her was saying. That that made me think of apathy. Yep. So anal- analysis of the participants' response showed that based on statistical criteria, relationship breaker- deal breakers can be grouped into six categories. Gross, addicted, clingy, promiscuous, apathetic, and unmotivated. Apathetic and unmotivated feel like one and the same to me. Uh, in the long-term mating context, both men and women related apathetic as the greatest deal breaker, followed by gross, then clingy, addicted, unmotivated, and promiscuous. So promiscuous was the least down there because i'm sure in short term they're all about the promiscuity and then as they get married it's more like hey let's uh let's let's keep that in house a little bit here uh men rated all groups of deal breakers except gross as greater deal breakers in the long term than in the short term mating context the difference in ratings for the two mating contexts was on apathetic and unmotivated gross was seen as equally repelling for both short and long term mating so Peyton, I'm not. I'm just throwing it to you, not as a personal thing for your yep. dating. I'm just curious uh, for you what you find. Do you find that somebody just being gross is is high up the list for you? As I don't want to deal with that. Um, if I haven't like met them for a while, like if I'm in dating, my, my thing is like a year. A year and we can start farting in front of each other. That's <laughs> um, oh my god! But, but yeah, if it's like the first day and stuff, and you're you're being gross, you know, let, let's let's not do that. Who's the grossest person at the station? Eric Chiafalo. Is that is that like a, a his rhetoric though, or because I don't think he's physically gross? Like I mean, he he seems like he generally. Why do you say Eric? keeps up? Um, I mean, it just because he wears Crocs all the yeah, time. Yeah, you, you can't you, wear you, Crocs you can't, be clean. No socks. I mean, it, it's just he's it's a dirty look. Uh, I, you know, I'm interested in clingy. These other things are obvious, right? Don't be gross. Don't be mm-hmm. lazy. Mm-hmm. Don't be this. What is growing? You know, how would you how would you uh, qualify to find clinginess? I might say, like for instance, if I was if I was texting a girl and she didn't respond within an hour, and then I sent a second message, I might say that that was clingy, especially way too early before before I had even. I, I mean, that's you. That's crazy, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Like to do that, that would be like, who would do it, something? It depends like that? on how well you, what the relationship is, how well you know her. Like especially early on. Like let's you pretend guys- it's let's pretend it's six hours in, maybe on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't think unless she does it first, you know, like if, if she knows that you're busy and she just like sends something and then sees a meme and then sends you the meme and then sees another meme, like you know we're on this group chat, we'll just keep sending memes all day. If what like I'm up before other people, so I may just send some a few things in the morning. Not I know there's no response coming, you know. So I'm just, but I'm just gonna keep peppering them just because I see them and I want them to see them eventually. Was was clingy a thing for you? It is a thing now, I would say. That you don't want clinginess now. That's interesting. So no, in the long I term, you don't. I tell my wife, I'm like, she's like, no, I'm going. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm like, all right, I want some alone time. 
you know? And she's like, no, I just love you so much. I want to I wanna be around you all the time. I think half of it is to irritate me, you know? But uh, she's just like, no, you're never going to be. We're going to be in the same coffin, same ground. And I was like, no, I want to get away from you a little bit. We need to <laughs> separate a little bit. And she's like, nope, nope. So, uh, like, I think, I think the biggest... How do I say this? The the Kristen boys separate, like boys night factor. I might be able to get away with a boys night once in a while. Mm-hmm. With 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 a man, it's not going to be consistent. Yep. She's, you know, she's. See, when with my wife, there's two different ways to react to something. It's, oh my gosh, right? So like we're watching, uh, you know, Bravo Liberty, mm-hmm. Vanderpump, right? There's a huge scandal. It's a huge cheating scandal. There's two ways to react. One woman could look at it and say, oh, my gosh, my husband would never do that. I really have it good. The other way to react is, see, guys are capable. Guys are capable of that. So instead of my wife being like putting me up higher on the pedestal, it's always a reminder of something crazy can always happen. So my boys' nights are going to be limited, and I make fun of her calling her clingy. That's why I was thinking of clinginess in my mind. Uh. Like every event, I mean, I, 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 and I do want her to come to every single station event that we have. Otherwise, why are you marrying someone if you're not going to have a blast right. with them? But I want her sometimes to say, go. Go out with the fellas. Go out separately. Go out. But she's always texting me saying, I know you're having more fun than where I am at my event. So I want to be with you guys. So Chris- she's trying to compliment me by saying, I'm more fun, and the social scene that I'm in is going to be a bigger blast. Yeah. But I try to, you know, insult her and make fun of her by calling it clingy. Kristen, I know, is she's very, she's always been great about I'm going out with the guys and I'll be back. She's never, like, put up a roadblock to that or said, you know, yeah. well, I'm coming or anything like that. And, and I want her to come to things. Yeah, she never says that. Like, like I want her to come to things, <laughs> but she... She had, like, one of the things that she ran into was um, if she wants to come somewhere, and I want her to come somewhere, Yeah. if if she she will ask if anybody else is coming, like any other girlfriends or wives. And if they aren't, even if I'm like, but it's cool, she doesn't care and she won't come. So, okay. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I didn't hear anything you just said in the last 15 seconds. I know. That, I was trying to power through it, yeah, and I couldn't because there was, there was all that. But what was your – was your any of these six big for you when you were dating? Or any of the six that you really tried to avoid with Sarah? I would imagine you try to avoid grossness with Sarah. Uh, Like, she's very clean. Um, I There are, like, you know, I'll, I'll – I'll break wind. I, I just I'm not gonna hold it in. That's bad. I saw I I, I wrote too many stories. Oh, was but, she like, bo- bothered by the hemorrhoid incident yesterday? Oh gosh. Uh, she was like, you need to uh, you need to get that checked out. Um, what I mean, happened? So I mean, all right. If I must tell the entire world, uh, you must. Well, did you text us or email us? This? I texted. If you email it, it's for show. All yeah. right. So if you texted it, you don't have. Whatever, to. man. I don't care. What don't the hell? Uh, so yesterday I was wearing like these uh, these white shorts, like kind of cream colored <laughs> shorts. <laughs> Boy, cream. We just keep going. And I go to the bat. I get to the gym and I go to the bathroom. And uh, I was fighting for my life in there. Okay, I'm just gonna be honest. I was fighting in there a little bit. It took a little bit of a while. Usually, my colon, the machine, machine gun colon, machine wasn't, wasn't gun there. Colon. <laughs> this was not like that. This was a slow th- you know, process. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> Almost said thick. Yeah, I did. So With two I got C's. clearly had a little bit of a of 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 a, of a hemorrhoid popping. Clean up, go back out. Made I made a huge mistake. My first thing that I did because it was, it was start my workout. I sat down. It was shoulder day, so I sat down on the on the bench for shoulder press. And I got up after you know doing my three sets, and I and I, I, I kind of turn, I look, and I was like, oh no, and I had just like a red streak down the back oh. of my pants. It was about the, the width of a pen, the length of a pen, maybe your finger width, and it was just blood. It's the whole Tarantino oh. movie in your so underwear. So I went back to the bathroom. <laughs> First of all, I hiked my shorts up so like my shirt would be long enough to cover it. I went back to the bathroom, and it was one of those like you know handicapped ones. It was a bigger one, like a bigger bathroom. Yeah. I had like, the paper towels. I'm cleaning it up. I'm wiping it down. Go back out there, finish my workout. Uh, but I, I, I sprinted through that thing, man. I was like sidestepping everybody, walking backwards, 
so like nobody could see me from behind. <laughs> uh, always against Michael the wall. Michael Jackson, they're moonwalking yeah, to always the. Always against the wall. So I don't know. So she was like, we got to get this thing checked out. I don't know what happened, but. You know, there you go. You know, hemorrhoids develop, they say, from straining. So it doesn't sound like it sounds like you've been lying to us about machine gun colon because those don't just happen overnight. <laughs> it's chop. a machine, man. It's a, you're right. It doesn't happen overnight. But, you know, I, I you know, I, I it, it, it's a machine. I yeah. go like three times a day. No, I think if you really had machine gun colon, you wouldn't have had the carry situation you had. 877-881-1053. Truckwreck.com text line here on DFW Sports Station. Thanks for turning it on, leaving it on. Let's hook you up with the Weezer tickets and bring on Mike Florio. Is Michael Irvin about to be a lot richer? Lamar Jackson collusion. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Cowboys in on Odell or Jalen Ramsey. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.